You're listening to the Benefits at Work podcast, where we explore unique employee benefit offerings and programs to help improve your company and workplace culture. We cover wellness, technology, trending hot topics, and more. Now here's your host, Director of Client Engagement at Lipscomb & Pitts Insurance, Betsy Kamler. Hello and welcome to our Benefits at Work podcast. I'm Betsy Kamler, Director of Client Engagement here at Lipscomb and Pitts Insurance. And today I have Melissa Donahue. She is Director of Concern Employee Assistance Program. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Betsy. Melissa, can you tell us a little bit about Concern Employee Assistance Program and what all you guys do? Well, other than us being here in the Lipscomb and Pitts building with you all, uh, we provide counseling services for companies all across the U.S. We've been around for over 30 years and lucky to be able to provide those services for over 70,000 employees, which is a benefit that also extends to everyone in their household. So um, we're really excited to be able to provide that service. We do counseling and trainings, management consultations, even critical incident debriefing for companies when they have certain events happen. Cool. Good to know. Um, Today we want to talk about Alzheimer's and how those that are caregivers are affected in the U.S. workforce today. Unfortunately, this is becoming more common and affects many employees and their families. So to kind of start off, how would you describe this disease and what does it mean for someone that they have Alzheimer's and or dementia? Well, Betsy, I'm glad that we're having this discussion because, as we know, Alzheimer's and dementia is affecting our workforce um, because chances are someone that is working in your industry is either taking care of someone with Alzheimer's and dementia or they themselves might be showing some of those signs and symptoms. Um, You start to see memory loss, uh, disrupt in daily life, um, you know, some of the other things there's, you know, things to start looking for when you look at memory, thinking, reasoning, um, you know, of the 10 main warning signs, some of the the biggest ones to look for, um, you know, memory loss that gets in the way of someone's daily life, Um, challenges when it comes to planning or solving basic problems that might have um, easily been solved by the person before, Um, and then just difficulty completing familiar tasks like finding your office or, uh, you know, writing uh, checks in your checkbook. Um, things like that we start to see are, are very common with somebody that starts to show uh, on the spectrum of Alzheimer's and dementia. Okay. And why would you think this is something we need to discuss today? I mean, how is it affecting our, our workforce? Well, like we were saying, odds are some of your employees are or have been taking care of loved ones that are suffering with Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, and we know that those responsibilities of taking care of someone, um, it impacts their work. impacts their emotional well-being Um, and at the end of the day um, it will affect a company's bottom line because people aren't as productive as they normally would be Um, and so since caring for a loved one with dementia is an incredible responsibility um, sometimes employees have serious consequences um, on their ability to even maintain their jobs right and I, I completely agree I mean there's so many times that we all have a lot of stress and anxiety we bring to work and I can't even imagine you know having your normal workload yourself and then coming home to a whole new set of stresses that has to do with you know worry and stress at home due to a loved one that is affected by this horrible disease so what is the prevalence of someone having this diagnosis uh, when it comes to prevalence, uh, we, we get a lot of our information from the Alzheimer's Association. Um, actually, right now, it is the six leading cause of death right there behind uh, someone having a stroke. So you're looking at about 5.8 million folks that uh, right now have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And they're looking at projection for about 2015. Um, this number is almost going to triple. 
So um, rising at a much faster rate um, while we're seeing the, the prevalence of uh, heart disease decrease, you know, over the past 17 years, uh, it's decreased by about 9%. Um, the prevalence of Alzheimer's and dementia has grown um, by 145%, which is a pretty substantial number. So definitely something we want to keep on the radar and um, it's a scary thing to, to see a rise of, of that um, amount. Well, and I know, I know there's so many of us, including, you know, us in this room and then those listening that have been affected by this. And it's just, it's crazy how it's increased so much. Um, how can an employer support their caregivers? And if they're going through this experience, what can they offer as an employer to them? Well, we want to make sure that there's support programs in place, not just for Alzheimer's and dementia, but, you know, just programs in general to support their team members. We know that, you know, that's going to help them uh, be more productive and feel more supported by their employer, you know, staying in that workforce longer. Um, But, you know, such programs that will help um, those folks cope with the, you know, emotional and physical tolls of providing for a loved one, Um, you know, dealing with an adult that has Alzheimer's and dementia, you know, even if you've had kids, um, it's very, very different than, you know, raising a child. I mean, just the, the needs and the demands that it takes on you, um, you know, is, is really, really difficult. And so, you know, making sure that there's something specific out there um, for employers to be able to support folks, you know, in this category, not just from uh, caregivers from kids growing up, but also, uh, you know, specifically for Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, you know, a lot of the companies that we work with, we try to, you know, try to see if there's any way that they can modify the person's schedule to um, accommodate caregivers to, to help um, with those types of things. Um, you know, see if there's any way they can avoid taking leaves of absences. Um, you know, if they can work from home or make any type of reasonable accommodations. Because, you know, if they, what we find for those caregivers, if there's not accommodations made, at the end of the day, a lot of the times um, the people's work performance uh, gets worse. And those are the employees that are on the radar of they may have been the best employee that this company has um, but you know a couple years later as a caregiver on the verge of dismissal because they're not able to do the their job the way that they once were right exactly uh, you know, and then also making sure that the company is connected with other resources that are out there, companies like Meals on Wheels. So, you know, if an employee is responsible for going home and making sure mom's eating, you know, connecting with other resources in the community that can help, um, you know, substantiate some of the resources that person needs to um, give that family the support that they have to have for that person to, you know, continue on. Okay. Well, this is great information, and again, again, it's something that it's not, we don't all like to talk about, but it is prevalent in our, um, in our healthcare, in our workforce, and just the world we live in right now. So this is great to know that there are different resources and um, things out there available for employers. So please take advantage of looking up Concern EAP, and thank you, Melissa, for joining us today. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Benefits at Work podcast. To learn more about wellness, technology, and compliance, head to lpinsurance.com or follow us online at LP Insurance.